Totally. And getting old is good. I, I maybe I'm just saying that as like a, a thing to make myself feel better about it. But like, I know more shit than I used to know every single day, which is cool. I experience more stuff, which is cool. Okay, the body deteriorates fine, but dude, being in shape's for losers, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool six pack, dude. Oh, wow, that's so cool. How many times did you fucking stare at yourself in the mirror today, dude? Fuck off. It's all good. This is my new thing: assaulting people who are in good shape. <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you, please, Julio. Julio, I don't know where you came up with that. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. Julio Gallerati, Francis Ellis, Ryan and Chris. Not going to take the risk of saying Chris's last name wrong, even though I know it very well. And how hypocritical of me. The guy who bitches about people saying my name wrong. I can't even say Casso. Although I did right there, and here we are. Francis, how are you? My I friend? like Casso. Casso. Good to see you, pal. Something happened uh, yesterday that I, I really want your opinion on. Oh, please. So this is. here's what it was. Um, I knew that Sierra was going out for the night okay. with some friends. Okay. And uh, I knew, therefore, that I had the, the palace to myself. Nice. And I was really looking forward to it. Every once in a while. And it, so what I picture you doing is ordering a ton of food from a really good spot. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Chilling with some good programming. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it, I had this it was the Celtics playoff game was on and she was leaving 4 minutes before the tip off, which oh, wow. meant that I I could watch the whole thing uninterrupted, which I, you know, look she doesn't give me a hard time. If I were to say, I really care about this and I need to watch this thing, she would let me. But I just, I never can. Yeah. I can't take over the one TV we have in our home, in our living room, and make her amuse herself for hours right, during a right, sports right, game. Right, right. I just can't. I don't, I don't have that in me. Mm-hmm. She's, not, she's not invested, typically? Not really. Okay. Not really in sports, no. Got it. So... I knew she was going out, and even before I got home, I ordered. I was on my way home, and I ordered a bunch of food from uh, <laughs> this Mexican place that's in like downtown Gowanus, kind of. Nice. It's a really good Mexican place. Sick. Really nice. You know what it's called? I'm trying to think. It begins with a C. Um, maybe Ryan can figure it out. I think they have a Michelin star. <laughs> wow. But I ordered a lot. Yeah. And because it's kind of small portions, yeah. Cosme? No, that's in Cosme Casa Enrique. No, it's in it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, Casa Enrique sounds. Oh, maybe just give me a. Vague oh, Casa Enrique is in Queens. Cosme's yeah. in Manhattan. I'll keep working. Cosme's fucking awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, we um, I ordered all this food, and uh, she, I get home, and I'm thinking, okay, she's you know she's gonna leave at this time. She said she had to leave at this time, and she's taking her time. Mm. She's taking her time, and she start. I she said. I said I've ordered a bunch of food, and she said, "Oh, I'm so jealous because this place I'm going, it's just going to be eating cheese and crackers for dinner." Mm. And I said, "Yeah, but you love that." She goes, "Well, not for dinner, dinner." <laughs> You're like, "Come on, cheese crackers." Because yeah, I don't like together. I don't like cheese and crackers. 
I don't like charcuterie boards. Same. I don't like that shit. I one the thing I hate about it the most is the cross contamination and tampering. I don't. Oh. I don't need apricot on the side of the cheese. I well, see a little a little orange on the side of it. I'm done. I frankly, those are. I will only eat the grapes. Or yeah. the dried fruits, maybe. I, I don't like any of it, though. The it's, grapes smell like cheese, though. I know. And I can't help but smell everything. Hillary says, what do you... She, she'll hear me going... Yeah. She goes, what, honey? I'm with you. What? What? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I smell something. I'm sorry. Like, I'm like a pig in the forest, dude. dude. I don't really get the whole charcuterie board fascination. I don't think it's good food. It's not dude, healthy. <gasps> yeah. Dude, you and I just like having these hot takes about food. I completely agree with you. I don't like it Very at all. not into charcuterie board. Chris is throwing his arms up in the back. I love a good brie. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like cheese. I like all the things on the charcuterie board. I don't like charcuterie boards. Yeah. I don't like them. Anyway, um, so she's the food is now coming and she's not ready yet and she's delaying her departure oh no and the food arrives you're like jose is 10 feet away you're like fuck yeah (laughs) the food arrives and and the thing to keep in mind is that i ordered and i order in my life knowing my own appetite and you know that you're gonna get to enjoy some of this tomorrow right i wasn't even thinking that i was just thinking this is my serving. These are my choices. I have one night of sovereignty over my food. Right. And I'm going to order with with no fear of judgment or, wow, that's a lot of food. Right. You sure you want to eat all? Just None of that total shit. freedom. And she's still here and the food comes. And she's been complaining a little bit about the fact that she's only going to be eating cheese and crackers and i said well okay i mean would you like a bite (laughs) it's just one of those things you have to say and she said well what'd you get (laughs) we open up the bag and i've gotten i've gotten this this mole kind of chicken mole thing and she loves mole see that's why this is why it's nice for me because hillary would die if she ate mole oh really i think it's made with <laughs> i think there's nut base oh you could order just nuts so stuff. yeah if oh. i ordered a bunch of shit that <laughs> yeah. she can't eat yeah sort of fire for me bro. Smart. she also doesn't eat meat she really is limiting what she can eat wow so i uh, yeah i'd be good potentially in this i'm sorry i'm not trying to rub it in no but no no i'm more immune to this than you it's a good thing yeah, and sorry. it is good in many ways <laughs> i will say that i do benefit as well when we go out to dinner and sierra will order something a lot of the time it's more than she wants to eat right. so i get to eat the rest of it right and it's always something i want totally that's the and that's the, yeah the that's your of flip side totally um but we open up this mole <laughs> thing and she takes a bite and the second it hits her lips i'm like this is hers now that's not gonna be your only bite <laughs> you're not having one bite <laughs> and it, it was sort of divided. There were two kind of rolls. It was two rolls. And she was like, well, I'll just... She takes another bite. <laughs> and and I'm, and she knows that I have like four other things in the bag. And we've pulled those out. One's a tostada with tuna. Nice. Another is this like fish dish. And Anyway. Yeah, at that point, you sort of have to do what, you know, the British, the British uh, did with the Middle East or with like India. You just got to start drawing board lines in the sand. Listen. And take your... Take what you can. <laughs> Listen like, to the me. The tostada's yours. Yeah. I'm going to make sure. I, I I watched her eat my food. 
And it was the hardest 10 minutes of oh my, my life. God. I'm not even kidding you. It was the hardest 10 minutes of my life. You're like, I thought so hard about the specific portion I was getting of everything. And this is the thing I've been the most excited about in the last month. I was so excited about it. Yeah. And I watched it get smaller and smaller. And I didn't do what i used to do which is lash out and freak out i just <laughs> i just swallowed all of my words because i'm trying to be a better husband and a better sharer and all of this um but i she ate a lot of the food and then went off and had her merry and night had her cheese and i was left with you know the bones of of a meal that I had been very keen to duck tuck into. Oh, I'm sorry, man. and it just it just didn't hit the same. Yeah, it didn't hit the same. I'm sorry. Um, and I don't know what to do about yeah. this. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. There, there isn't one. You got you took the L. It was the bad circumstances. I mean, next time you can like make sure she's going to be gone before you put in the before like the order is processing because you don't want to be subjected to the guy showing up slightly earlier than the window and now you lose half the food uh, he didn't even show up early she just went late yeah oh god <laughs> yeah hey don't you oh man i'll call you an uber they're i would all... have called her an uber. oh wow i would have called her an uber that might have been a, th- a thing to do they're all there no all of a sudden you're like you're trying you're like oh look at so-and-so's story Oh, I guess they're all there already. Wow. Well, they, they have more than cheese and crackers, but it looks like it's going quickly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, there goes the last shrimp cocktail. Uh, oh, God. Dude, I had something. Uh, this is not directly related at all, but it reminded me of it. Like, Hillard had this uh, event, right? And she brought me back food from it. And it was this, like, you know, salmon and chicken and whatever. And I was like, oh, this is sick. Like, this is food. I don't need to buy food tomorrow. Whatever. Oh, this is food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is food. <laughs> exactly. But, dude, but literally, I'm like, oh, wow, great. Like, now I don't have I to. I thought like, it was candles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to feel guilty about spending $50 on food tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, tomorrow, this is what I'm eating. But I wake up and, like, I'm just really not in the mood for any of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially, like, chicken, like, now when you open it, it's just sitting in this gelatin yeah. that once was some sort of sauce. You got to pop it on a plate and put it in the microwave immediately, dude. And, just hit and it. then it'll look fine. And it's fine. It'll look good. Smell good. Yeah. It'll look good. And I did do it, and it was pretty good, but it was a bummer to me that it didn't like keep the way that I would have liked it to. This is, I think, what most what prevents a lot of people from eating leftovers. Yeah. I think what, and what really turns a lot of people off from leftovers. Yeah. I forced myself to do it because I was like, this is, you know, for some reason there was this like cheese in the corner of the salmon box. And I was like, dude, you know what I mean? I don't need cheese and fish anywhere near each other at any moment. Sure. So anyway, whatever. Um, And then, yeah, so it was a bummer, but I forced it down. But you know, when you like eat and you're full, but you're not satisfied, that's a dangerous place to be in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think so. I don't know. I I am capable of, as I've told you in the past. You're good. You're compartmentalizing of just eating for fuel mm. and not for taste. Yeah, and that's why leftovers to me are there's so much utility. Mm-hmm. It's easy. You know, didn't have to cook it. Yeah, it already paid for. Whatever. Totally. 
Um, Dude, I went to an amazing restaurant in Providence, by the way. Oh. I forget. I think it was called Nick's or something. Ryan, if you can confirm this, Nick's something. But dude, like it's one of those places where they do everything there type of thing. You know, the the way that like they make fun of in the menu because mm. that's become like a fine dining thing. Sort yeah. of. But this place wasn't like insanely expensive at all um, to the point where I was like, do you recommend anything? And he's like, honestly, he's like this month, the beef product are really good. We literally get a cow in and break it down on the premises. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's fire. Yeah. Potentially the best burger I've ever had in my life. I think that's it, yeah. Nick's Nick. on Broadway. Nick's mm. on Broadway. Cool. Fucking gas. Highly recommend. The restaurant I was thinking of that I ordered from was called Claro. C-L-A-R-O. Ah, claro. So really, really good. Uh, yeah. Dude, that's fire. Very mm-hmm. cool. So, dude, my dad is clapping back now about my comments from last episode. Uh-oh. But he's not, he's not saying that I'm wrong about anything I'm saying. He's just bringing up some of my flaws now. Okay. Ooh. He goes, you're as bad at giving me investment advice as I am at giving you comedy advice. <laughs> he goes, my Damn. my so-and-so investment Damn. did really bad. He's like, my cryo did really bad. And I'm losing money on all these energy stocks. So let's not give each other advice anymore. The thing that he is not remembering, I would say, Dad, is that I actually never recommended any of these to him. <laughs> I just bragged about how much money I was making, <laughs> sold them all, and then he bought them when they were at their peak and lost a lot of money. Oh, so, no. Do better next time, Dad. You know, oh, this is gosh. a good try. Stick to what you know. Do you, you, know, do you ever, do you, do you argue with your dad where he'll take shots at you? Not, In- not, we don't really take shots at each other, to mm. be honest. Like, this is as bad as it'll get. Got it. Or me being like, you know, you're overstepping with a comedy advice, but I'm still respectful. I'm not like you're a jerk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think I saw this clip that stuck with me recently, um, which was Will Compton from Bustin' with the Boys uh, here at Barstool. Very funny guy. He's, you know, former NFL guy. And mm-hmm. there was a clip he posted where he was talking about having a sleepover when he was a kid with his buddies. And they were making a lot of noise, goofing around, playing video games or something. And his dad came in and asked them to keep it down. And they said, okay. And. And they made more noise, and his dad came back and was like, I told you to keep it down. Fine. Didn't. And then he came back in a third time and sort of stood over Will. And Will, like, stood up. And his dad said something like, anytime you want a shot at the title, let me know. (laughs) Meaning, if you want to fight me, your dad, and remember who the alpha is in this Yeah. And the thought of that kind of conversation, if I have that wrong uh, from that clip, I apologize. Um, but I, it's just, that is not something that would have ever happened within a hundred years of, of, for me and my dad in our relationship. It was not how we spoke to each other. Yeah, yeah, same. And it's funny, I remember learning about that. My friend Bobby in high school, his dad, also Bobby, Bobby Sr., uh, I don't know why he told me the story, but the story was basically about how no matter how old you are, your old man can always whoop your ass. And he's like, you know, I stood up to my old man one time. He goes, he was whatever years old. He goes, wipe the floor with me. Jeez. He's like, you can never stand up to your old man. Do you think that's true? Do you think that he did get into it? Or was that that something that maybe he was just uh, saying to uh, seem tougher or something? Or like, show me that I should respect and listen to my dad. I mean, I think that there's an element of truth to it for sure. I think there's this like mental thing. It's almost the same with like siblings. 
where the younger sibling might be better at a sport, but the older sibling is still can beat them specifically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. while they're not quite as good. Um, mm. It's potentially like that with my, my brother and I in tennis. I think I would usually beat him, but I think his peak was probably a higher quality than mine. Did he play in college? Yeah. At he played at he played at BU also actually. Oh wow! Only for that. one year though, and then he transferred. But his like he was a much more dominant high school player than I was. Oh, interesting. Um, Would you guys play a lot? Sort of, but not really like matches. We just like play yeah. hit, play tie yeah. breaks, whatever. Nice. Um, but he had like a pretty impressive record. He had a better record overall in high school than mm. I. Did. He only lost like once or something. Wow. Yeah, he's nasty. Was he all state or all? Yeah, conference? we both were, and he was all state younger than I was. Mm. Which was the thing too, where I was like, oh, I just got in, and then my brother got as a sophomore. I was like, oh, wow, whatever. No, I was happy for him. And yeah. we're both we're both up there in the gym. That's cool. It's very cool. Do yeah. you ever go back? No, but uh, it's cool. I think we're still. I think it's still there, huh. which is something I'm happy about. Cool. Um, well, dude, this is pretty crazy. So, two things that happened in Providence that were funny that I want to talk about. Mm. Um, first of all, I go to this college bar. Right, I think it was a college bar. I don't know if it's actually a college bar. It was next to this place that was called like Needle and something, Ryan, if you don't mind looking that up too, because somebody recommended Needle and we were going to go into the Needle, needle place, and thread. Needle and Thread, right next to Needle and Thread. We were walking into Needle and Thread and it must have just big, been bad timing because we hear like a DJ being like, if it, all the ladies here tonight, and I was like, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So instead we go to this bar directly next door where there's live music where the guy must have done 12 encores. All right, good night. And then. Just right back into this is the story of a girl around <laughs> the whole world, uh-huh. like those kind of songs. One yeah. more song, you say? <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. all right, dude, get beat it. Three, dude. four. How many? Shine yeah. Alley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, whoa, we're halfway there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the hits. So anyway, by the way, dude, being around all that youth was pretty disheartening. I think I like texted you about it at one point. Just seeing all of the like people in their physical peak looking amazing. Yeah. Uh. You know, you know that they were going to be completely fine by noon the next day, despite the fact that they're drinking a fuck ton and probably doing drugs. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, dude, look at all this buoyancy and youth, mm-hmm. both physically and emotionally." I'm mm-hmm. like, "This is making me a little depressed." Mm-hmm. But whatever. So I walk up to the bar, I order a drink. I'm like, "Can you do like a, Neg- a Negroni here, like a mezcal Negroni?" And the girl goes, "Huh." She goes, "Okay." <laughs> 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 okay. Right. So she, <laughs> so she fires me up one, and she actually made it really well. I would bet she would. Well, but I think the reason she reacted that way is because nobody is ordering. That of course, thing. is that what you? Okay. But the fact that you did, she's like, and oh. she immediately was like, "Yes, I know." Oh, let me. She's like, "Let me dust off the yeah, old." Me... <laughs> uh, finally, I get to use someone my worthy of training. my talents. Right, right, right. The first non-vodka soda or tequila soda <laughs> or Bud Light that I've served tonight. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So I, I have the drink. I enjoy it, and she's like being funny, but it wasn't like it wasn't even flirty. It was just like cool, right? And serves me the drink. I have it. I tip a normal amount. I tip, I think, twenty percent, mm-hmm. which I know. There was a time in my life where I shifted from the dollar a drink tipping to the 20% tipping. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like progression. Also, you're just not drinking as much. Totally. So I have that drink. Then I order another one. And I think I think the drinks were like 12 bucks or something. I think I left a 20, maybe. I don't even remember. But at the end of the night, Danny tried to order another drink when the bar had closed. And the girl who had served me the two Negronis goes, no, no, don't worry. He's with him. And he was like, oh, okay. And then serve Danny. And I couldn't figure out why I 
had this status. Did I, did, did me tipping very, very slightly more make a difference? Was it that I ordered the Negroni? She thought that was cool. Like, why did Danny get did, to break the rules? Did anyone come up to you during the show, during the, at the bar and say, we loved your show? Nope. Big fan? Nope. And I was wondering if there was a chance of that, but I didn't want to be presumptuous because that's gotten me in trouble in the past. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you ordering the Negroni, um, my guess is that this woman, this bartender, you know, her dream is to be working in a better spot, a more elevated. She's probably got the skills to make great cocktails uh-huh. and. But, you know, these kinds of kids' bars tend to make more money, mm-hmm. but that, you know, in her, her she's maybe a mixologist. Right. And, and on the side at home, she practices and... She dreams of using the long spoon. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's got 50 sort of, you know, jars on her shelves at home creating infused syrups and, you know what I mean? Yeah, the little, like... Marked bottles that someone yeah, had to write on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and reductions and things like yeah. that. Finally, someone arrived who could, you know, test her skill set. So uh, that might have been it. And then that with the combination of you tipping well. Yeah. Would, okay. would, I guess, make you guys stand out. So there's one other uh, thing that contributed to this that could have been. That was sort of a bonding experience because we were both close in proximity to it. So mm. hear this out. This is one of the wildest things I've ever seen in a bar. Okay. Okay. So there are these two guys on the end of the bar. They didn't. Re- they look kind of like locals. Mm. Not to. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like the guy had, like you know, he was wearing like a backwards flex fit hat. Uh. That's a very like. <laughs> I mean, that's a very local. What's the snowmobile company? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like. Like. Fox or yeah, Hurley fox, or whatever. A backwards flex fit fox One hat. of those. Yeah. A white hoodie that was no longer purely white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, quote, he was giving off locals mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever. Not a big deal. I wasn't even paying attention to them. His boy was a little more put together looking. And they were sort of roughhousing at the end of the bar. Huh. And in this sort of like very New Englandy stereotypical way. I like that. He's kind of like, ah, fuck you, dude. But like, I didn't actually hear him talk like that. But he pushes the guy, right? He just pushes him. Wasn't even a big deal at the push. <laughs> the guy goes, oh, dude. Pushes him again a little harder. Okay. Pushes him again a little harder. And I'm like, okay. like. <laughs> then takes his face and pushes him. And dude, he knocked over like four or five chairs and two tables like there were bowling pins in the corner of the restaurant. Were people sitting at them? No. It was oh. like an area that they had. It was like they were storing them there. Uh-huh. Sort of. But it's a big bar. And he fucking faces, face plant. Hand push bowling pins. Okay? Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. And I could tell they weren't actually fighting. This guy was just like, they were just drunk and being rambunctious, right? Uh So the guy gets up again and is trying to like gather himself. The bouncer sees the guy getting up off the floor. The bouncer is fucking huge. And he's not huge in a way where he's just like fat. He's a monster. This guy's like 6'7, 275 jacked oh like, boy what is this muscle called again the delts the delts the traps yeah traps. whatever this guy has like a he has a ridge on mm. his shoulders he yeah. looks like a like a fucking i don't know something yeah he looks like something <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> you know like like rock steady like what are the bad guys in? And yeah rock exactly steady. Yeah. the shoulders yeah. like that so he walks over and he's about to take the guy 
who's actually the guy who got pushed over. He's going to throw out. Uh-huh. He didn't see the guy face him. He just saw the guy on the floor. So he's like, all right, buddy, it's time to go. Grabs him by the shoulders, but he's not like ripping him out. He's like, all right, buddy, time to go. Taps him on the shoulder. His boy punches the bouncer in the face. Oh, no. no dude. Haymaker to the face oh, of the bouncer. Oh, my God. You watched this happen? Yes. I'm, I'm five feet away from it. Oh, my God. Haymaker to the face of the bouncer. This guy got away with it. This guy is one of those guys who looked in the mirror that night and was like, I'm going to go and get into a fight tonight. Those people existing is insane. That's what this guy did. The bouncer, obviously, is caught off guard. If these two were like squared up and ready, the bouncer's got to win this one. But this guy was putting up a crazy fight. The bouncer's trying to restrain him, stop him. The guy keeps swinging at him, dude. Trying to punch him, trying to knock him out. Like, And it turns into this insane fight where they're like brawling, the bouncer and the guy. And it took like... 30 seconds, which in fight world is a long time yeah. for the rest of the staff to catch on to it. It took eight guys to all like grab this guy like one arm and leg like it was Gulliver's Travels or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Tiny, tiny men. Yeah, yeah. Tiny men. Yeah. And they were able to get him, get him out in the street. And I was like, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And to the bouncer, I was like, bro, like that was fucking crazy. I was like, that guy, he's like, dude, yeah, he think that was wild. I was like, does that kind of shit happen all the time? He's like, not really, but it's all good. And I'm like, how are you fine, dude? I would be dead. (laughs) I would be dead. It was crazy. It was really shocking to witness something like that. Yeah. Because usually it's a brawl or there's a reason why the fight happened, Uh even if it's stupid. The fact that you're just swinging on the bouncer and being like, let's see if I can take this guy. Wow. Right? I I would bet that does tend to happen more often than not. And and it's because the... uh, the bounce the, the people are drunk they're just drunk it's crazy. and here comes the the king dog i want to test myself dude as much as i love drinking it is funny how problematic drinking is in general like mm-hmm. almost like more than half of murders there's some statistic about this i might be misquoting it but like occur when people are drunk wow yeah some shit like that that sounds like a fact ryan that we yeah we could use some clarity on that dude by the way this is funny that's the only thing that stopped the band <laughs> 12 encores in the guy i hear the guy go oh come on the, the, the singer dude pretty fucking great wow um, awesome all in all the love providence interesting town uh always enjoy going there i do i used to go because my girlfriend back in the day went to risd oh. so i would visit and it's funny because i never i like didn't have any money really at the time and like Dude, I'd go up there and like hang out with college kids and I'm an adult now mm. and I'm trying to like fraternize with these college kids. There's just like no way to do it without being a loser. I guess that's true. Going back to visit college, you're like, oh, you guys need me to make a booze run? <laughs> <laughs> mm. What are you smoking over there? Yeah. Smells good. Yeah. You a pass wacky that- tobacco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pass that shizzle over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I like- get down. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. You guys listen to a Wu-Tang? Oh, man. I was raised on that Wu-Tang. <laughs> Dude, just like seeing it. It was so lame, bro. But good to be back in town. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Um, I don't really have a problem hanging out with kids. I, I like young people. I, I, I like it, too, but not when it's like that. Yeah. When you, it's like force, forcing it. Dude, one of, um, one of my old students came to our show uh, at, at, in Dallas. Oh, nice. And Like tutors? One of the kids that I tutored. And uh, it it it's funny for me where I don't know who it's weirder for, <laughs> meaning I'm sure it's 
it's weird for me to see these kids that I knew as seventh graders who are now 23 and 24 uh-huh. and in the workforce and with beards and right, you know, right. kind of have found a totally new identity for themselves totally. when they were just young, kind of sweet kids yeah, yeah. who would be doing their homework and, you know, totally. Um, and they're so different now and they've gone through college and their, their, their college experiences were interrupted by COVID. Yeah. And just all of that. Um, whereas they knew me as a fucking tutor who was dabbling in comedy. Right. And now they're coming to see me and they've seen me go viral and get featured on mm-hmm. like the main Barstool account. And they've seen your whole trajectory. Yeah. And, and now I'm, I'm selling, you know, selling out these big rooms and they're there. And it's like, yeah. whoa, I never, this kid was like, he made the point. He was like, dude, I don't mean, I don't mean this in a bad way. I just, I never thought that was actually going to work out for you. Right, right. Like, I never, I, we, I, I thought, I didn't even think you were doing it seriously. How often does it work out for anybody? That's, you know what, what, that's I mean? what he said. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of a fun thing to hear. It's a really triumphant moment for that reason, because you knew that everybody who you were like, oh, but I'm actually a comedian, you knew that they're like, oh, great, but like, good luck. Yeah. Even if it's not like And and maybe those moments are the uh the, the silver lining or sort of the positive sort of counterpart to the things that we suffer of people being like are you still doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comedy thing cuz those people don't know. Yeah. And then these people who did know that we were doing that comedy thing are now aware that it's no longer a comedy thing. It's right, a right. it's a life, it's a a, a work. Um but I was talking to him and I was asking him about his college experience and this there's a generation not a whole generation but there's a chunk of kids who went to college I guess from you know from like 2018 through 2022 who experienced college in a different way from every other person that went to college Ever. over the last hundred years. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And was sold their whole lives on the same exact college dream that mm. we were, which is, you know, it's going to be the best time of your life. Cherish every moment because it goes by fast. Like, boy, oh boy, I got used to get so fucked up in college. You know, <laughs> frats are fun, the Greek life. You'll meet a lot of great girls. Don't got a girlfriend, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, all yeah. this stuff <laughs> and just like being, being, having all of these ridiculous ideals enforced while you're there because everyone sort of buys in and, you know, you choose a college because the football tailgate scene is incredible or whatever, whatever reason that you've chosen, you know, um, Michigan, USC, all these places and, um, they get there and covid happens and the schools shut down and push people to remote learning but there a lot of them are private universities who can't really afford to just say we're going to completely close our doors yeah that's wild so we're going to we're going to honor your degree the same way but by doing these bullshit online classes and that sucks dude i i i know kids for whom it was the worst thing ever they were just thrust into this nebulous kind of structureless void where they didn't have to be anywhere and it 
It sucked. You don't get to meet anybody. You don't get to like grow as a person. Yeah. It's like really frustrating. And then this guy was telling me that, you know, they went to school at uh, SMU and it was back to normal really quickly. Oh, that's nice. At least. Schools you in, got the to go in the South just didn't give a fuck. And dude, to be honest, that that like hasn't aged poorly. Either. No. You know no, it mean? really hasn't. It's like, like. Who cares? The Florida technique, like. Per- definitely would have preferred that a hundred percent and i asked him and i don't want to get him in trouble so i'm hoping his family's not listening but hopefully at this point it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> famous last i thing. said to him i was like so man when you guys went back to campus after being forced to go home and it was still remote learning or whatever did that suck and he was like to be honest it was the best thing ever wow i was just living in an off-campus house with my boys we would turn on the stream of the online class in the morning and then just game all day oh cool and i was like oh shit well that must have hurt your grades and he was like not at all we all just cheated (laughs) everybody cheated that whole generation just cheated their way deserved it you fully deserve that yeah and they all crushed school i'm sure that's amazing because there was no way to monitor how they were taking their tests and stuff completely fair and i don't think that this is a in a weird way it's like well what the fuck does it even matter mm. you know all they need was the degree to yeah. get their job and five years into the professional workforce even that no longer matters. like you don't need to have your fucking gpa on your yeah. resume anymore mm. you don't need to have what you studied in school you all. don't at all well you, you maybe you do but it in becomes places, irrelevant yeah. because yeah. five years in it's what have you been doing professionally right. for the for last, last five, five years. years? Yeah. And all of it just kind of made me think like, hmm, I'm not so sure college fucking matters anymore. Yeah. I just don't know, man. I don't think it's as easy a question to answer so, as it was for me. Yeah. To me, it still is like uh, the back, uh, everything you get on the back end to me is like invaluable, especially if, if you're like changing it up, going somewhere new with there's a lot of different types of people. That was the mo- the biggest thing that I got out of college. Yeah, but again, learning about myself as those, opposed to like the degree and the learning and the whatever. But those kids didn't have a lot. I know. Of that. No, I'm saying for that, yes. But now it's back to normal again, right? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. But dude, totally. Yeah, that experience would have been completely worthless for me. The COVID experience. <sighs> Interesting. Dude, so it's funny. We have like Francis and I have a lot of things in common in this like really specific way. Like your experience with tutoring kids. Like I had a very similar experience with the kids who I taught tennis to. Where like a select few of them are like my fucking best friends. The same way you kind of have that, uh, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, scattered still. Like if I'm in a city where a kid who I used to teach it is, he'll come. And then I'm experiencing this guy as an adult. And I kind of have to reassess his personality. I'm like, okay, before I was the sort of like teacher of this guy, but now we're peers. And I'm also going to reassess him based on that. Like I'm not going to give him as much leniency as how far how I feel about him as a guy. Mm-hmm. If I think he's annoying, I'm not going to like give him the benefit of the doubt anymore. Yeah, because he's not paying you. And no, 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 parents aren't paying. But you. true. But yeah. like, if a kid, you give a kid more slack. Totally. You're like you're a fucking slacker. You're annoying. But like, you're a kid. Like you're. It's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm going to take care of you still and whatever. But now it's like, all right, if you're a tool, like oh haha, thanks for coming, goodbye forever type shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 but yeah. still like we have that bond so i respect that i'm uh-huh. not gonna like I don't, I don't like cutting like people out but yeah. i would never something like that but one thing that gave me a lot of satisfaction and i don't know how you feel about this but like when i was teaching and you actually you wouldn't relate to this because you went to harvard so it wouldn't matter 
and you'll, you'll see why I mean mm-hmm. that. Kids that I would teach tennis to would tell me about their plans for the future, okay? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going to go to Penn, and then I'll probably, like, get a law degree, even though I don't need it, just to get it, because it's, like, a good thing to have, you know? Okay, dude. And then I'll work at, like, Goldman for two years, and then when, and then I'll, like, move into a, you know, consulting job with, like, slightly better hours, but, like, good pay still. You know what I mean? They would just tell you this plan that you need to be exceptional to execute. Mm-hmm. They're taking that factor out of it. The fact that like you need to crush it in every stage in life to be able to do all that. Yeah. And they would talk about, they'd be like, oh yeah, like my, for my safeties, they'd like to name my school as their safety school. <laughs> they'd be like, yeah, like they'd be like for my safety, you know, and then like I'm trying to be a comedian. They kind of like think that like I can tell they think that like I am failing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's really nice for the t- when the tables turn and suddenly the- a lot of those kids didn't even get into BU. Right. right. Their, their, their safety turned into the school they couldn't get into. Mm. And, and at some point they would, they would make some comment like, it's actually gotten much harder to get into. Oh, has it? Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Oh, well, you had tennis. So, oh, no, but that, you know what I mean? Like all these excuses. Yeah. And I see a lot of those people, I can sense that they respect my whole thing way more than they once did mm. and i appreciate seeing them have that revelation that's nice you know that's whether really it's good. kids or like tangential people who i met through the kid like i see them be like oh okay like right. you did something really hard and we didn't realize that at the time so i think you. this is something that we will struggle with our whole lives i think that uh older people the older we get the more we feel that we uh, have lost the respect of young people who do not deserve our respect yet (laughs) right right and um i think that this has been a phenomenon you know my god it plagued veterans of the vietnam war i'm sure uh they were so unappreciated it was not just thankless it was like they were had done something wrong Mm -hmm. um and no matter how many times you hear as a kid, you 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 know, you got a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. You just write it off as the right. sort of the old fart, borderline cr- brain cracking thoughts of an old person who's lost touch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if the answer is to just, in some way, keep chasing relevancy with the youth. Um. By by keeping up to speed so that you can occasionally drop like a oh yeah bad bunny yeah like, I know yeah I'm a big <laughs> yeah. I actually I, I love bad bunny which eventually still is just gets weird gets weird you hit an age where like you just can't keep up and that's okay yeah or yeah, totally. if you just have to just make your peace with I I, I think you got to just make your peace with being old and 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 knowing that life is a constant pursuit of knowledge. Yeah. And that you can continue to expand your brain throughout life. I've said that before. And take peace in, in learning it for yourself. Totally. And getting old is good. I, I Maybe I'm just saying that as like a, a thing to make myself feel better about it. But like I know more shit than I used to know every single day, which is cool. I experience more stuff, which is cool. Okay, the body deteriorates fine. But dude, being in shape's for losers, dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool six pack, dude. Oh, wow, that's so cool. How many times did you fucking stare at yourself in the mirror today, dude? Fuck off. It's all good. This is my new thing: assaulting people who are in good shape. <laughs> nice body, loser. Um, no, like Fran- I, I'm not shitting on Francis. Francis has the best body on earth. Oh, please get uh, out no, of but, here. But but you know what I mean. Like it's okay. The physical, uh, physical decline isn't 
that as bad of a thing as it seems mm-hmm. like knowing shit and being wise like there's so much to all that uh so i try to embrace it yeah but it is an interesting thing for sure uh oh my goodness <laughs> you got one you mentioned your kids that you used to teach tennis to mm-hmm. yesterday i got on the subway and the, it was it was not a crowded moment in, on the subway and i sat down and sitting across from me on the opposite bench was a young guy who was wearing a black leather coat and he had sort of long straight hair and he was eating a full-blown egg sandwich <laughs> on the subway where oh, he had put the paper wrapping on the the bench next to him and was basically using that as his plate. Oh God! You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah like the wax paper was on the thing. Yeah, and he was his sandwich. Down. He'd take a bite and then put it back down. That's on cr- that is fucking crazy. It was really in the face. That's eating really, on the subway. Yeah. It was the most in the face eating on the subway that I ever seen. <laughs> to the point where I thought he might be homeless. Yeah, yeah. He's really utilizing the space in a way that it's like, this guy lives here. He lives here or he's crazy <laughs> he's or, or something. Yeah. You know, nobody should be this comfortable eating th- this way on the yeah, subway. It's really bad. And I'm sitting there and he's kind of looking at me hard and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> you're like, what, dude? You're, yeah. you're the one eating. I know. Like, why are you looking at me? And I'm pulling a book, <laughs> my book out of my bag and he goes, he goes, hey. Oh God! He goes. You do that podcast with Julio Gallarotti, right? Stop it! No. And I was like, Yeah. Stop it! I do. Do you know him? And he goes. He used to be my camp counselor. Stop it! And I was like, Wait, what? At at tennis camp or something? And he said, Yeah. Who do you remember what he looked like? Dude, I do remember what he looked like, and I he told me his name. And I've forgotten his name, dude. This is this is reeking of a specific kid. Let me see if I get. Is it was it Dylan? I don't think it was Dylan. Dude, shout out to Dylan. Dylan's everywhere. I always see him. I'll be like, hey, what's up? Does he have sort of shoulder length yes. hair? Super straight, blondeish, dirty blonde. Dude, it's Dylan. That's it's got to be Dylan, then. bro. Dylan is a legend because we used to do a drill where you'd have to hit forehand, backhand, volley, volley, overhead. And he would narrate it. He would. He'd go forehand, backhand, dude. He would go volley, volley, overhand smash. <laughs> which like is not the terminology, which made no. it funny. But that guy is everywhere, bro. I see him all the time. <laughs> and he would be the guy who's sort of like chilling on the subway, using the seat as a plate. Yeah. I say, you know, minus two twenty. That was Dylan. Okay. All right. Those are my odds. That is funny as shit. Okay. Then maybe it was Dylan. Man, I for some reason I thought it was like Noah or oh. Noah's Dylan's little brother. Is that right? Yes. You got to get a pick so you guys can Dude, confirm. Dude, this that. is hilarious. No way. So Noah is a very talented musician. Shout out to Noah. This kid looked like a musician. The Chenfelds. Uh, yeah, that's the name. Noah, Dylan, and <laughs> it is, Chenfeld. It's Chenfeld. And Cliff Chenfeld. And did you teach him? Um, Noah? I forget their mom's name. I'm sorry. Um, Noah and Dylan and <laughs> okay. Len, I worked with all of them for years then it was noah yeah dude that is really fucking funny let me does noah did noah delete his instagram i'm so glad i got it that... dude, it was a hundred percent noah that is really funny um i can't find him but it, it was him 100%. okay that's yeah. fucking hilarious that's dude. really funny yeah so dude noah we used to have like freestyle battle noah was like 13 and he could just spit bars dude like wow. the first time he like learned about freestyling 
That's him. 100%. Yeah, that's there he him. is. 100%. <laughs> you Google him, it says musical artist. Yeah, he's really good, too. Mm. Um, he's in all sorts Sweet. of different bands. He also does, is a solo artist. Dylan also is one of the bands. Musical family. Um, cool. But, bro, so he would, like, freestyle. Because, like, I, w- I used to. I was in the freestyling period yeah. of my life. Yeah, we all Where, like, you get high and cypher. Mm-hmm. I know we've discussed this. Hey, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Noah really picked up and became very good. Mm-hmm. And I think for a period of time, he would just like freestyle during his shows. Like, he became extremely good wow. at freestyling. Uh, and yeah, multi talented guy. But that's fucking hilarious. I got, all right, I got one more thing. Mm. So I, I did Philly, uh, oh, yeah. Helium. What a show. Great night. Packed. Fucking amazing. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming. And I've realized something which is great. I would say almost every single show I've done in any city. I have a person that I know either in town to hang out with or who comes to the show. Mm. And that's such a nice thing that I almost take pride in. In fact, tarnishing that legacy is New Orleans. That was the only time where that entire weekend there was nobody in town who I knew and nobody came to the show who I knew Mm. previously, Mm -hmm. which really bums me out. So anyway, Helium. We go out after. A bunch of people came. Two of my old friends from college who I haven't seen in years who I didn't know were coming were there. My old friend who used to work at National Lampoon when I was like doing some stuff with them was there. Do I know that guy? Gion? You know him? I don't know that guy. I don't know. You know Evan. Yeah, I know Evan. Yeah, so Gion was one of the guys. He was there. And then one of my friends from the tennis era, too, who now I'm, I went to her wedding. Like, we're all friends. So a bunch of people there. We go out after, have some drinks, get a little more twisted than I normally would like to. Oh. Um, I've become a guy who three drinks is my maximum. That was one of my goals for this year was to, like, binge drink less, just less collateral damage. Yeah. I ended up having, like, a bunch of drinks, a couple people bought me a shot. Sure, like randoms, like but mm-hmm. people who came to the show. Thank you for coming. Amazing. Happy to take a shot with them. Then Guion's peddling fireball. Start taking fireball shots, mm-hmm. smoking people's, oh, smoking people's vape. Mm-hmm. We get in the car to go home, bro. <laughs> and I'm playing. I'm gambling on my phone. I'm staring at my phone, gambling, <laughs> playing yeah. cards. And all of a sudden, at one point, I look up and I'm like, "Oh damn, I'm not okay." Yeah. I roll the window down in a way that made no sense. Where now the car's like, because we're driving fast. Like, no normal person would tolerate that, but I needed it or I was going to puke everywhere. Oh, and I yeah. just eaten half of a Gino's Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. So I am not well, dude, but I'm, I'm not saying anything. And I'm like, if I can just like stare into the, straight into the distance for long enough, take enough deep breaths, breathe enough fresh air, I can, I can get over this, right? Yeah. Zach, my manager, is a tennis guy. He's like works with tennis players. So he looks over at me and he goes, "Dude, are you okay?" He's like, "You look like you just played three out of five with Marcos Giron and like for the French Open or something." And I'm like, "Fuck!" They can see. And yeah. then Peter, who's back there, he's like, "Dude, yeah, you don't look so good, dude." Oh, no. And there's something like really vulnerable and embarrassing about like not keep being able to keep it together physically. You're the yeah. sweaty guy, yeah, sweating where I'm like. Yeah. wiping my oh, eyes wow. yeah it's like really humiliating dude i'm like really embarrassed about it to the point where i texted both of them being like oh man like i was really in rough shape for a sec there right <laughs> hoping that they left me off the hook but then like yeah dude what the like dude <laughs> like acting like i was being a loser or something uh-huh. i'm like fuck that well, sucks we've all been there yeah it sounds to me as though you got car sick from looking at your phone would be my right. guess. 100%, but that I would never have gotten car sick if I wasn't also blasted 100%. and smoking people's vapes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But 
But maybe if you hadn't started looking, you got to remember that you're in a car, and if you start looking at your phone you're with fucked. that witch's brew that you've put into your body, you're tipping the stone off the ledge there a bit. Totally. And dude, it's funny because, like, it's a really nice moment in that when you're like going through that, and you're like, I could, if we stopped right now, I could easily puke. Yeah. But I don't want to mm-hmm. because it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And you finally get to that point where you can talk again. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> yeah, where you're like, dude, like any thought, yeah. being able to express that. <laughs> yeah. And it reminds me, of this, I took Hillary to this restaurant for her birthday called Casino, which is a really cool spot, by mm. the way. It's like a, it's a poppin' spot. Oh, cool. I think you might like it. Right. Uh, we've did, I talked about this on the pod briefly, right? I don't know if I mentioned this, though. I got really sick. I was really nauseous for some reason at the beginning of that dinner. Huh. I didn't eat anything. We got cocktails before the food came. I took a few sips. I felt really fucking sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to puke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to ruin the dinner. Yeah. It's Hillary's birthday. But then I just didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Which also ruins the dinner. She's like, so, so. And at and, and a meal like that, you tend to have more macro conversations. You're uh-huh. like, so what are you looking forward to in the next year? Uh-huh. And she's like, what are you looking forward to in the next week? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> It was her birthday? Yes. Oh, that's tough. It only lasted for like 15 minutes, but then later in the meal, I was able to be like, earlier, I I wasn't like going through anything. I was just literally sick. Oh. And she's like, oh God, what? I'm like, see, yeah, this is why I didn't want to tell you. I'm surprised you didn't tell her while it was happening. I just thought that at any moment I was going to be able to break it and Mm. be fine, Mm -hmm. but it it lasted longer than I expected. Gotcha. Anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Uh well that was fun man fun app fun app we 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 got to the bottom of some stuff we really mm-hmm. dug deep we dug deep uh both into the ground and into Ryan's backpack uh, ooh. Uh, it's been a big week of episodes and topics yeah uh, we've done it yeah we've been out there we've seen things happen in the wild and we've survived that's it we've encountered the Chenfelds in public <laughs> 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 making themselves nice and cozy on the train hell yeah uh and rocking and rolling man so good shit Ryan you got anything good for us facts with Brian facts with Brian. We got one today. I can confirm that 40% of convicted murders had used alcohol before Crazy, or during right? the crime. High. That's wow. a high number. 40? So, that's high. 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 Mm-hmm. Haram, bro. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is haram. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's it. Damn. I guess it makes sense, you know? I think to myself, boy, I could never kill somebody. But then I think to myself, <laughs> well... <laughs> with, the, with the right uh, the right liquid lubricant dude two margaritas a beer and a cigar <laughs> yeah. that guy better run yeah. that guy better yeah. run um, what do you got coming up okay I am gonna be in San Francisco tomorrow night at Cobb's Comedy Club can't wait to get out there with Lil Sasquatch um, and then a couple weeks after that we will be at Charlestown Races Hollywood Casino uh, me and Lil Sasquatch again Last two stops on this uh, first leg of the tour, uh, The Hero We Need. And uh, tickets for that are at FrancisEllis.com. Julio. Hell yeah. I'm in Stress Factory in New Jersey in May, as well as Laugh Boston in May as well. Nice. May is the 25th. I think the 17th is Stress Factory. Not Julio.com for tickets. Also, might be gigging around a bit with our old pal PDD. Wow. If you happen to have tickets for that already, uh, you might catch me on some of those shows. I'm going to be popping in for some of that. Uh, that'll be fun. And then a bunch of stuff throughout the year. Not Julio.com. For-